This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omar Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse 95. Future Welcome back to Pulse95. It is me, Hannibal Qais, with Omnia Salah. And it does sure feel like a Sunday, doesn't it? But it's Monday. I hope you guys had a long, a, a good long aid break. I know I did, Omnia. Did you have one? Definitely. It was a very relaxing break and definitely nice to have after all of the corona <laughs> uh, chaos that's been happening over the past few months. Yes, indeed. But we're going to be talking about today how a new UAE space center will teach Emirati students on how to make satellites. Yes, indeed. There has been a lot of achievements uh, happening when it comes to the world of, or the outer space. Uh, and also uh, happening this weekend was actually the launch of one of the biggest and the only nuclear power plants right here in the Arab world. It was the Baraka plant that we're going to be telling you all about. But also coming up on Future Talk is uh, a lot of TikTok drama. because mm-hmm. My favorite type of drama. <laughs> of course. I knew you were going to be excited to talk about that. Um, but But lately, President Trump has actually been saying that the ban against TikTok will be effective very, very soon. As soon as yesterday, but nothing official has been done yet. And we're also going to be telling you all about Microsoft plans to buy TikTok. What's that all about? Yes, I'm near 100% correct. President Donald Trump has said that he plans to ban TikTok. And Microsoft Bill Gates is coming in and saying, listen, (laughs) since it is Chinese-owned, let's buy it and make it U.S.-owned. But we're also going to be talking about the autonomous electric vehicle concept for medical transport, which claims to be pandemic proof. Yes, indeed. Autonomous vehicles have definitely autonomous vehicles have definitely been gaining traction during the coronavirus pandemic because of how uh, much safety they can add to healthcare professionals. But coming up on Future Talk as well, we're going to be telling you all about a new security app that has had one billion downloads on Samsung, and it's definitely one of the mostly trusted uh, apps when it comes to maintaining cybersecurity when using Android systems. Yes, Omnia, mean, one billion is a lot of downloads, but we're going to also be talking about robots because you know we are the tech show and we do love our robots but we're going to be talking about how a japanese robot is going to clock in at a convenience store and test of retail automation now uh, we've always talked about the future of shopping the future of a lot of stuff with robots and now we're going to be talking about the future of basically (laughs) going to a store and maybe you won't have a clerk but you'll have a robot in control or managing that store lots to talk about right here on pulse 95 Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. A great achievement uh, that the UAE has accomplished this weekend has been becoming the first country in the Arab world to begin peaceful nuclear energy production. Now, this is definitely one of the greatest achievements right here in the UAE because now we can actually say that the UAE has completely broadened the sources of its electricity uh, baseload because we've talked in the past about 
the UAE actually implementing solar energy, uh, using renewable sources of energy like wind as well to generate energy and electricity. But now we're talking about supplying a clean baseload electricity to the grid by using nuclear power. Now, this is one of the biggest achievements right here in the UAE simply because A, it's coming right after the launch of the Hope Probe Mars mission, Mm -hmm. but also because it will actually be uh, providing the UAE with about 25% of the UAE's electricity once it's fully operational. So Mm -hmm. this is definitely going to be preventing the release of a lot of carbon emissions. We're talking about 21 million tons of carbon emission, as well as removing about 3.2 million scar off of the road every single year. Now, this is a great accomplishment, not only for the UAE, but for the Arab world in general. We are so excited and we're so happy. And I congratulate the UAE. It for was a great aid gift. It was a great aid gift. I congratulate uh, the UAE for their innovation. And they're, they all, they're always doing the best and they always do strive for their, that number one spot. And they always tr- they do strive to get things done that people haven't done and Arabs haven't done before. And uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just happy. I'm ecstatic to witness this. And I'm witnessing a lot of great accomplishments by the UAE that in 50 years from now, uh, I'm going to say, hey, I remember with the first <laughs> nuclear plant. I remember the first probe that went to the it, Mars. Absolutely. I've witnessed it. But and guess what, Hani? Yeah. We're not just talking about accomplishments of the UAE on Earth, but also in outer space mm-hmm. because... Uh, the UAE is actually creating a space technology and innovation center so that it can encourage all Emiratis to study space science and to also mm-hmm. inspire the UAE's future space missions. And this is all actually being done uh, at through a collaboration between Khalifa University of Science and Technology, the UAE Space Agency, and Aliyah Satellites Communications. It happened on Wednesday. They actually signed a three-way funding agreement to establish and operate the Khalifa University Space and Technology and Innovation Center. Yes, and actually, I mean, this facility will be a technical space hub mm-hmm. in which students will learn about satellites and even conduct research on space. Now, they will be developing satellite manufacturing capabilities right here in the UAE which do promote and inspire entrepreneurship in the space sector and they will be supporting space science and technology initiatives of the UAE Space Agency and focus on the design and assembly of testing small satellites through the Yassat Space Lab and they do even achieve Omnia the UAE's vision in space exploration technologies and application and does play a crucial role in building capabilities i mean uh to to keep the race to space to keep us going into space we do need to teach our students as well because we need to get ready for this generation needs to get ready and the generation that is coming needs to get ready absolutely all those students will actually be conducting scientific research in the space sector uh, implementing real life applications and developing satellite manufacturing capabilities in the uae So it's also going to definitely be promoting and inspiring, as you mentioned, entrepreneurship in the space sector, which has definitely been huge, especially after the collaboration that has Mm -hmm. happened between the UAE Space Agency and the United Nations uh, recently Mm -hmm. to manage space debris. So this Mm -hmm. is all going to be supporting space science and technology initiatives of the UAE Space Agency. And we're definitely going to be looking at future Hazza al-Mansouri and Sultan al-Niyadi actually be going all the way up to space, especially with the uh, future plans of creating the first habitable uh, 
living situation on Mars by hopefully 2117. But mm-hmm. let's move a little bit away from space and talk about drama. Let's go to the US. Yeah, drama in the tech world. Yes, I mean, our President Trump does say he will ban TikTok <laughs> in the US. Now, there has been talks, and Omni and I have been talking about the drama that TikTok has been gathering, whether it was in India or even Egypt. And India actually has banned TikTok a couple of weeks ago. But President Trump did say that he is planning to ban TikTok from operating in the U.S. As far as TikTok is concerned, they are banning them from the United States. You know, honey, there's been a lot of sad news or like sad emotions about this, especially by Americans. They have taken it to Twitter. They've taken it to Instagram. They've been uh, even posting on TikTok because it's still not banned yet. Um, They've been posting that, you know, this may be our last Mm. video in TikTok and they feel super sad about it. Yes. Now, Omnia, obviously with every social media network, uh, it's not only that it's fun to use, but it's also a big chunk of marketing Mm -hmm. on on TikTok as well. A lot of people actually made a lot of money off Absolutely. TikTok. A lot of artists were using TikTok to promote their songs. A lot of people quit their job to be full-time TikTokers. It's <laughs> It went to that extent just like YouTubers. We know a yeah. lot of people, uh, a lot of YouTubers make a lot of money, but guess who's here to save the day? <laughs> Bill Gates is saying that he's in talks with TikTok to actually buy TikTok and manage it in the US. Therefore, it can't be banned because one of the main concerns that Donald Trump had, the U.S. president, is that TikTok is China-owned yeah. and being managed by China, which does raise security and privacy concerns. Now, the question is, will Bill Gates do that fast enough? Because yesterday, uh, uh, President Donald Trump actually said that he will be signing the document tomorrow, which is today, and that the ban would actually be taking effect essentially immediately. So that's now, definitely a very uh, blunt statement by Trump, but we always know that President Donald Trump uh, can definitely change his mind multiple mm-hmm. times about a certain decision. Now, the question is, will the app be automatically removed from your device? Mm-hmm. Is it going from to be removed stores. from the app store? Is it going to be blocked and the only way you can access it is via VPN? I guess we have to wait and uh, find out about what Donald Trump does have have in mind for TikTok. I mean, I find it very, very, very funny and, and weird in a way that uh, the president is getting uh, get, getting technical and getting uh, very involved with TikTok. Even a little bit jokes were coming through there and here about how t- how Donald Trump made a video on TikTok and he got zero views, so he got oh, upset. Oh, God. Is and that the reason why? <laughs> that's what they're speculating. Well, the thing is, it's definitely interesting to f- to see him banning TikTok because, uh, you know, a network, bl- a network block like what China typically does with the with its great firewall would be unprecedented in mm. the U.S. The U.S. Yes, has land not, of the free. Yeah, it never banned apps before, especially ones coming right out of China. But uh, there's always a first for everything. Mm-hmm. And we're definitely going to keep you updated with that. I'm glad, Hanny, that you are no longer a TikToker, but I, a relayer. I, 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 was yeah. it re, uh, relayer? You remember the... Uh, reeler. Reeler. Yeah, yeah I Instagram was, When Instagram does come out with it, let's see what happens. But I believe it would be a very smart move <laughs> from, from Facebook to buy TikTok, not Bill Gates, not They're Microsoft. They're not buying TikTok. They're creating their own TikTok. No, no. I was saying if, if, the, if, yes, if not yes. to, to buy TikTok. I'm definitely. As, I mean, it's an opportunity right now as TikTok is blowing up. Absolutely. Let us know. Are you sad that TikTok may just be banned in the U.S.? Who knows? We may just follow them. Since if it is banned in the U.S., it'll be out of the app store. So that means we may not have it in the UAE if you have a U.S. app store. Let us know. Text us at 4215. Do it Or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up on Future Talk, we're going to be telling you all about an electric vehicle that is being used for medical transport claims. Now, the... 
take on this is the fact that it's completely autonomous and pandemic proof. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. This is Pulse95. This autonomous electric vehicle concept for medical transport does claim to be pandemic proof. <laughs> now, that's a new word that we're talking about uh, today at, on Future Talk, but we've always heard uh, the word zombie proof or, <laughs> or apocalypse proof, but now we're talking about pandemic. And this is called the NEMBOT, which is a non emergency medical robot and is a semi autonomous transportation concept. But the idea is to transport people or even goods while staying isolated during a pandemic. Now, the NEMBOTs could be driverless for short trips or even have a driver for long journeys. Now, the design concept is basically that, listen, COVID or not COVID, it's pandemic proof. You're going to be safe in this vehicle. Mm -hmm. Anything that is put in this vehicle will be safe. Will be safe. Now, these NEMBOTs are a transportation design which was prompted and inspired by COVID-19, although they can be used much more widely, each NEMBOT is like an autonomous pod with room for one person plus full sanitization equipment like a UV disinfectant light within its standardized size. Yeah. The interior can even be swapped out for use as coronavirus related or not. Yes, indeed. So the truck, actually, the autonomous pod itself can disinfect its own interior. So there's no risk of contracting the COVID-19 virus. But the coronavirus has definitely made the need for transportation for vulnerable people very clear. We do need uh, the power of robotics. We do need the power of AI, especially when it comes to uh, dealing with deadly diseases and e highly contagious diseases like the COVID-19. And public transportation does not always meet those needs. Uh, so as relatively small, autonomous and efficient vehicles, these NEMBOTs actually suggest that they can be even used for public utilities, mm -hmm. even after COVID-19 has left our lives. One of them being garbage collection. Now, what's interesting about it is this NEMBOT can actually be customized in a few different ways. So it's very useful in a number of situations. These independent units, uh, if you may say and call them, they can drive autonomously. They can move patients. They can move medical supplies. Mm -hmm. They can move samples of COVID-19 tests or whatever else is needed. But they can also be used for last mile deliveries and pickup in, in different cities. So mm -hmm. they can be actually combined uh, either by using a driver. So you can have the driver actually driving out off the car if you want to ensure safety on the roads and then have the NEMBOT do the last mile delivery to the customer. Now, Omnia, I don't know if you remember this, but looking at the design, it does remind me of a delivery robot that was used in Latin America during the beginning of the COVID-19 crisis. Mm -hmm. uh, they were using this robot, not the specific one, but that robot delivery. It's not the same size, like a little RC car, if you remember it, was being used in Latin America to, to, to deliver food, to deliver supplies, because a lot of a lot of people were in quarantine. A lot of countries were under quarantine. Lockdown, yeah. And lockdown. And uh, I believe that this is a great, uh, a, a great robot because we have to remember that with this pandemic coming on and, and every couple of hundred or 50 years, there's something, a new virus will yeah. come out. Or we have to get started. We have to get ready from now. I mean, this is a wake up call for everyone in the world. Yeah. We have to take precautions. And hopefully we didn't. I mean, a lot. The world didn't handle COVID-19 as as much as it should have. Mm -hmm. And maybe now it's a wake up call for the world that listen. Right. 
there's a lot of things that we need to do. And one of these, uh, what this robot is a first step forward to saying, listen, we're ready for the next pandemic. Absolutely. We can take lessons from coronavirus and implement them to prevent or even predict future pandemics. But let's talk a little bit about how this NEMBOT is actually equipped to taking care of patients and moving them from their homes once they uh, are moved to uh, any hospital to be hospitalized. So the interior of the NEMBOT, NETBOT could actually be outfitted to transport patients in isolation without risking their exposure to other patients or even to the yeah. passengers within the NEMBOT itself. So they have kind of like isolation pods and even though they're actually small, these vehicles could fit a single passenger and a, sanita- and a sanitation uh, station mm-hmm. within it. So the front suspension of the NEMBOT itself is actually designed to make sidewalks accessible for wheelchairs or even sick beds. Yes. But the interior could actually be optimized for even transporting supplies uh, like containers that would hold vaccines or test samples of the coronavirus. Now, Omnia, bringing back to what you just said about delivering stuff. Now, mm-hmm. unfortunately, when people pass away yeah. from COVID-19, uh, managing the body and putting it into a safe area is a big problem because unfortunately, even if that person is deceased, yeah. uh, Corona will be still be active and still a contaminant uh, issue. He could still well, transmit could, it. The, the yeah. person could still transmit this uh, this uh, deadly disease. So having this container could actually uh, could actually make it easier to, to transport patients, uh, deceased or not, and also Omnia. Uh, obviously, there's a hotline, and all all over, all over the world, if you're fee- if you feel like uh, you may have contracted COVID-19, mm-hmm. so I'm believing that you could probably call anyone, not anyone, uh, the specific people who are in charge of who of these things. You call them and say, "Hey, I don't, I feel like I have COVID-19, or I have tested for COVID-19," and they'll send you this numbot to pick you up and and and, and transfer transport you, you. transport transport you to the hospital, to the facility that will take care of you instead of getting into your car or getting an ambulance to pick you up or, 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 or. Absolutely. So having this, this, this autonomous robot car pod is a great, it's a great initiative and a great solution uh, for transporting people during this pandemic. Definitely, even on congested roads, because the Numbot can actually operate uh, in ways where it could, um, make the most use out of tiny spaces so Uh it will make deliveries a lot faster it's much more efficient than having like let's say a large cargo truck especially when we're talking about moving medications or COVID-19 samples they would arrive to the hospital much faster which would basically mean that you would get the results as a patient a lot sooner they move at around 20 miles per hour compared to the average speed of any cargo truck that would typically move at a speed of let's say seven miles per hour now the simple but very useful design is definitely coming in handy during this pandemic, but hopefully we can make use out of it even post-COVID-19. Let us know. What do you think of the NEMBOT? Would you jump into one? <laughs> would Would you? I would. I would. I mean, I would love to experience that. It's a single-use uh, pod, very isolated. Uh, where would you go if COVID-19 wasn't involved? Mm-hmm. Where would you go with the NEMBOT? I would go home. You would go home with yeah, the NEMBOT? If I wasn't home, I would go home. Driverless, I don't have to do anything. I just sit back, relax. You would it's cold. sleep in the back. I, was, I, I mean, I would say there, there is a bed provided, so I'd probably <laughs> sleep, uh, get some shut eye. 4215 Dorsal, let us know what you think. Would you hop into this pod or not? And if you cannot text us in for any reason possible, at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram. Keep Pulse95 locked. Coming up, we're going to be telling you all about a security app that has gained over 1 billion downloads by Samsung users. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. 
Later, and this app is all about making our phones a lot more secure. And what's interesting about it is it has gained over one billion download times, so mm-hmm. that definitely goes to show how effective it has been. If you're not using it, then I definitely recommend that you wait and see what this app has to offer. But let's talk a little bit about the app's name. Yes, I mean, let's talk about the app's <clears throat> name. Now, it is called what exactly? It's called the Sublime Samsung Security App. And Not- what's interesting about it is it's all about keeping our folders secure. So the name of the app is actually Secure Folder Application. Mm-hmm. Secure Folder is the app, and you can find it on the Google Play Store. Now, Omnia, with more than 1 billion downloads from the Google Play Store, Samsung Secure Folder App is popular by any definition of the word. And there's an excellent reason why. Now, mm-hmm. it does turn the data security knob up to 11 for Samsung device users. Now, it is a notion of a secure sandbox to basically keep your data encrypted and safe from prying eyes and other apps. Now, it is something that is every smartphone user should be interested in. Now, Omnia, now let's get to the argument that there is an argument to be made that iPhone is one big sandbox, but that is kind of missing the point of what Samsung Secure Folder does. Now, it does act effectively as a secure phone within a phone. Now, the, da- the data within that folder is not accessible to anyone who may have access to the phone itself, including malicious attackers, law enforcement, or even friends and family. Now, the Secure Folder, secure folder app is secured by Knox, which is Samsung's multi-layered security platform that is built right into the architecture of the phone itself so basically it is your it says it right there mm-hmm. a phone within a phone exactly now it does work using an encrypted container approach to define what any process can do with regards to the data it can access now the secure folder app is definitely a place where you can keep all of your sensitive or personal data where it can actually be totally isolated from all hackers eyes as long as you've got a samsung account and a samsung device running on android 7 or later you are good to go if you have bought your samsung smartphone recently like the last generation of let's say the galaxy devices then secure folder will actually already come Mm pre-installed if it isn't then you can definitely head to the google play store and become and add to the billion plus downloads of the application so let's talk a little bit about how you can actually work through the app so If you have it downloaded on your phone, all you have to do is head over to the settings with, option. With one billion downloads only, it's kind of weird to see that no one, that I mean that people might might not have it downloaded yet. I know, and uh, you know, I agree with you because a lot of people may actually uh, have it already pre-installed yeah. without them even knowing that it's there on their phone, but they may not have been, have been using all of its benefits mm-hmm. to the full potential. So all you have to do is head over to the settings of your Samsung phone. Uh, go to biometrics and security that option and there you can actually see the secure folder entry Mm -hmm. so all you have to do is log into your samsung account enable biometrics will basically mean that you can use your fingerprint scan without necessarily having 
to enter your username and passwords every single time. And the creation process itself can actually take only a minute or two, so there's no need to worry about it. But once it's done, you can select the kind of lock type for the folder. So go ahead and choose a long pin number or a strong password so you can actually gain the highest security levels. You can enable fingerprint lock and this will actually make it a lot more secure. But after that, you're pretty much done. All of your apps and data will be moved to the secure folder where they'll be encrypted and sandboxed separately on your device so no one could actually be able to access them other than yourself. 100% Omnia and we're talking about no one because if you want to add a little extra layer of privacy you actually can hide the secure folder from your home or app screen mm -hmm. and uh, it's pretty easy to do but you'll, all you have to do is go back to the biometrics and security settings just like Omnia said for the secure folder and disable the show secure folder so option. So people can't see the app yes. at all. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it's, it's it's to consider if it's worth a bit before taking the option to hide it because you, you have an option to keep it on your home screen yeah. and you have that option to, uh, to hide it. So when, hide it. when you're creating or, 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 or activating mm -hmm. this secure folder, you will get that option. But 4215, let us know. Have you already have this app or secure uh, se you know security installed? It? Did you know about it? Because with 1 billion downloads, I didn't even know about <laughs> it. Maybe because I'm an iPhone user, but same. Uh, I wish I had a, I had a I had a Samsung just to try it out. Did I hear that correctly? I mean, I mean, sometimes you wish you had a Samsung phone. Is this is this 2020 that we're talking about? I mean, sometimes I kind of I, I I like to have the best of both worlds. I agree. I, actually, Omnia, mm. speaking about two phones, yeah. uh, a lot of tech innovators and tech savvy people two phones. they would have an iPhone and, and an Android they, they would have both just to have best of both worlds and there's pros and cons of each but let us know are you an iPhone user are you a Samsung user and if you use Samsung do you use this app absolutely I think Hani is uh, fearing of being alone today and that's exactly what we'll be listening to Pulse out of all the robots that I have come across, and I think Hani would agree with me on that one, I have never seen a robot that looks like a kangaroo. <laughs> like, yes. what in the world? And guess what, Hani? This kangaroo can actually help out at a convenience store. So grocery stores, shopping, uh, any shopping store that you find in a mall, this robot could work in that. But what's interesting about it is it looks like a kangaroo, but can do a lot more than just hop around. <laughs> yes, Omni, it actually could be a clerk at a convenience store. And uh, we're looking at, Omni, we do talk about robots a lot, and we're looking at robots. It, they are the future. Of retail automation, especially. Yes, and they can even stack sandwiches, drinks, and ready <laughs> meals on shelves at a Japanese, uh, I was going to say coronavirus, <laughs> convenience store in its test. Its maker, Tele-Existence, hopes it will actually trigger a wave of retail automation. Now, following that trial, actually, a couple of um, uh, of, of, of supermarkets, they do want that kangaroo-like uh, robot to come into their, their, their store because not only is it going to be helpful, but it's going to attract a lot of people in that area to go see what this kangaroo robot is all about. Absolutely. Now, people will be able to operate the kangaroo robot remotely. So uh, this is only going to be happening until the machine's artificial intelligence can learn to mimic human movements. And we've talked about this before uh, on Future Talk, especially when it comes to artificial intelligence and machine learning. 
all of those machines, all of those robots learn from patterns. So until they can learn what patterns they should follow and what patterns they should avoid, human assistance is needed. But what's interesting about it is imagine this robot working at your typical convenience store. So instead of having lots of human beings become a part of the convenience store, they can all go ahead and social distance. But robots, robots are still a very rare sight in public. And even though they can outperform human beings, especially in manufacturing plants and factories, they still struggle with simple tasks in urban settings. So, you know, the simple tasks that we think about, like picking up an item, picking up a sandwich, putting it back uh, in its place, is a, is a job that robots struggle with. And funny enough, uh, during aid break uh, in the UAE, I came across a robot cafe that was uh, serving customers. And what's interesting about it is what you would think would take uh, let's say five seconds for a human being to do, like let's say pick up a bottle of juice and serve it to the customer, takes the robot a good 25 to 30 seconds. And it would even take longer if the distance is uh, longer or larger. And it's interesting to see that even though a robot can do a lot more complex jobs, when it comes to a very simple job, the robot finds it a lot harder to do and it actually needs human assistance to help it out with it. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up, up on here because actually you and I have talked uh, about robots in Japan quite a lot. Now, if you remember the Japanese uh, chef, the robot chef yeah. and uh, the, 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 the barista, if you mm-hmm. remember it, that would make coffee and tea at, uh, at at your table. It's quick and easy. But since the outbreak did start, the coronavirus pandemic did start, hotels, restaurants, and even gas and oil companies only have contacted this company. And they want that kangaroo implemented or come into their office or, or, or factory. Because, again, it is it, it might take a little bit longer. But they can run 24 hours, 365. Absolutely. And the creator of this robot has definitely said that it might take another 20 years before robots can work in people's home. However, there's definitely a lot and a lot, lots and lots to look forward to. And we're definitely going to keep you updated with that right here on Future Talk. But sadly, Future Talk is coming to an end. And we are going to be opening the airwaves for the only place to be at three, the halftime show with Ahmed Duri. And it's definitely mm. a very special show show because it is your 145th show. oh yeah that's right i didn't wow. know that was special but i'm, I'm very happy with that you, you, you know <laughs> ladies and gentlemen just a reminder that today isn't sunday it's monday Correct. that i'm gonna do it is here because i'm always I, i'm on that program right now that today is sunday oh because of the eat break because yeah. of the eat break and how was your eat break did you have a great eat break it was chilled man how was yeah. yours it was alhamdulillah omnia, all, all good. fantastic I, I saw omnia actually yeah we yeah. ran into i almost ran into him twice actually because i I was about to go to 06 oh. on, on Thursday. Yeah, so yeah. I, I saw her at Zawaya Walk right here near, near okay. Shahba. Sharjah City Walk. Sharjah City Walk. Right. We call I see it how she's breaking Walk. it down for you, like translating mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And, I, and I saw her, I was like, Omnia? She's like, honey? I'm like, hi, what are you talking about? Sema was there too. Yeah. So it was like Pulse 95 reunion. Little, re- reunion. It was all good. But what are we expecting on the halftime show today? On the halftime show today, we've got the story of Emmy Martinez, who's someone who's been rejected many times in sport and has won his first trophy after being uh, held back for 10 years mm. from making a performance in sport. And this man has been through so much, including taking his opportunity now and winning a cup final. So that's huge 
for Emmy Martinez. And also, we're talking about the return of basketball. We're talking about mindset and we're talking about health. I mean, when it's your time to shine, you do shine, no <laughs> matter it's now or 10 years from now. It's a great story. It motivates me to know that uh, if you're going through a rough patch right now, it's not going to be rough forever. It will smoothen itself out. Absolutely. And uh, I hope you all tune in to the Halftime Show with Ahmed Duri because it's going to be coming up in just a few moments. The only place to be. At 3. At three. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll see you next time. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.